0: One, two, three into the foe. Yeah, y'all thought it was Snoop, huh? Nope. Mike Waters, Embrace the Process Podcast. Coming to you with another episode. Um, today I want to talk to you guys about fitness and your health. Um, I think I'm at an age now at 43 years old. Um, that I really have a a pretty good grip on the importance of staying consistent and uh, working out, training mentally, physically uh, and the benefits of it, you know and I think um, a lot of people when they think about working out and thinking about fitness and things along those lines they naturally think about the results you know, they naturally think about uh, you know, trying to get a six pack or trying to lose X amount of pounds, or um, <clears throat> you know, some, you know, more the 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 aesthetic part of of fitness or the aesthetic part of training. Which don't get me wrong, do not get me wrong, that is a um, that isn't a, a result of the effort. So there is something to be said about the physical results that you have when you're training, uh, you know, consistently and things along those lines, there's definitely something uh, to be said about that, you know? And so I'm not discrediting that part, but now that the sun's starting to come back up and uh, you know, the masks are uh, coming off and you know, people are already starting to jump in, in, in my DM and talking about fitness and questions and, I'm getting all the text messages. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? Which I love it. You know, I love interacting. I love uh, communicating people. I love the fitness uh, industry from every aspect, uh, being a gym owner at multiple locations to uh, being someone that takes a decent amount of pride in my own health and fitness and workouts. And so, so I get it. Um, but I think a lot of people miss the real benefit of what fitness or what working out consistent and what good nutrition is for. Um, Like I mentioned earlier, we naturally think it's about the aesthetic and and, and that's great. You know, thinking about the pool right now, everybody's going to be thinking about the summer. Uh, I get it. I'm one of them. I got the calendar out too. I'm one of them. But when people ask me why at 43 years old, almost 44, um, why I train so hard, why at this point I still push my body, you know, to that limit, uh, why I'm still, you know, quote unquote training, like an athlete, um, athletic based training and all the plyometrics and the sprints and the heels and the track and, you know, all these different things, you know, people always ask like, why are you still doing that? Like, you don't even play ball anymore. Like, you know, you know, um, you know, like you, you don't need to, like, you're good, you know? And, and I'm also one of those people that genetically, Um, you know, I, I maintain pretty well, you know, just from a genetic standpoint, um, you know, so yeah, I probably could, you know, let off the gas a little bit and, and relax and, and probably still be okay. So a lot of people ask why. So today I just want to talk to you guys about my why, why I train the way I do, why I push myself the way I do, uh, why I really focus on staying consistent uh, on my on my workout uh, training program as well as my nutrition uh, and here's why I've developed a mindset for working out that's I would say a little bit different than most of the people out there and so that's why I thought it was important that I share this mindset with you because if you can if you could adopt it it can literally change your life if you can ad- adopt this mindset My mindset, one, I'm an entrepreneur. doesn't mean you have to be an entrepreneur for this to work, but I'm an entrepreneur. So I deal with a lot of business stuff on a day-to-day basis, a lot of meetings, a lot of, um, you know, issues, ups, downs, good, bad, you know, putting out fires, uh, new opportunities and research and study and just really, uh, you know, just engulfed with business and and different things that I have going on. Also uh, engaged. So, uh, time with fiance and work, you know, and, uh, building our relationship and, and preparing for our future and things along those lines. So that comes with a lot of stress. Um, a lot of things that, um, come at you on a day to day, especially when you're, you know, in the entrepreneurship world and I have multiple businesses, which means multiple headaches. Um, you know, everyone talks about multiple streams of revenue, which I agree. You should have multiple streams, but nobody wants to tell you about those multiple, streams of headaches that come with those streams of revenue, but it's all part of it. So my point is the reason I train so hard is because I consider my training to be the preparation for any challenges that may come at any point in the future. Let me explain. So By you walking into a gym or wherever you train at, on the days that you do not want to do it, and let's just keep it 100, there's days that I just do not want to work out, period. But the days that you still walk into that gym and you work through that workout and you discipline yourself enough to show up, to get it done, and then go on about your day, that's one of the highest forms of discipline. Next, another thing that I like, part of the reason why I don't try to go to the gym and just do the bare minimum, I like to really push myself. I like to try new exercises. I like to, uh, you know, train more in the athletic capacity. And the reason is because I want to push myself every single time. I I want to fail some workouts. I want to put together something and go in and literally have to fight to try to complete it. And sometimes I do. And sometimes I don't. Because to me, that is why I'm there. I'm there to not only be pushed, but I'm there to push myself. And build that armor, build that that mental capacity, build the endurance, you know, not just the physical, but the mental endurance. I want to walk through that battle. I want to lay on that turf and try to figure out what just happened. I want to be frustrated when uh, I was supposed to do 10 sprints and I, I can only do six. I can only do seven. I want that because that is the preparation. That's building everything that is going to take you to be successful in life, successful in business, successful in entrepreneurship, successful in your relationships. So imagine if you're the one preparing yourself for it through fitness, through nutrition, imagine how much more powerful that is. You know, it it, it amazes me how uh, so many people can focus on their career, uh, their education, their businesses, but neglect their health. And, you know, it's cliche and and, you know, I say it a lot, but Health and wealth is my standpoint, not health or wealth, health and wealth. So it's amazing to me when I see people that are spending so much time, energy, building and saving and investing and doing all this cool stuff and focused on generational wealth and all the cool stuff that comes along with it. Multiple streams of revenue just all over the place, making it happen. But your health is on the back burner. Completely neglect your health, not eating what you're supposed to be eating, eating terrible, not even, not even showing up at a gym or fitness or a park or not even walking around the block in your neighborhood, but yet we're chasing wealth or success. And my thing is, and granted, this may be my simplified version. What is the benefit of generating all this wealth and then losing your health and not being able to enjoy it? What is the point of that? Anybody that is having a health condition will tell you money is the last thing they are worried about when they're laying in that hospital. Nobody cares how much money you got in the bank. Or... Maybe the fact that you have a lot of money in the bank is great because you're going to have a lot of medical bills and a lot of specialists and a lot of people that are trying to save your life. But what if it was preventable? What if you could have started today? And not had to experience that. And yeah, we only live once. I get it. And this doesn't guarantee that when you work out, train nutrition, that you're not going to come across any physical health issues. It's not, no, we, of course, that's not what we're saying. It's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if you know, there are certain things that will lower your risk and keep you in better health, give you more energy, give you more stamina, give you more endurance, give you more mental clarity. Why would you not do it? Not just to look better. That's cool too. Not just to look good in your suit or in your your bathing suit or whatever you got going. I get it. But number one, to challenge yourself. Test your own discipline. To me, that's the best way to know if you are truly disciplined or not, is to test your own discipline. To me, discipline loses some of the value when it's something that you have to do. Discipline loses, loses some value when it's, I get up every morning at six o'clock to take my kids to school. They got to be at school. That's not discipline. Yeah, good job. But it's not, that's not discipline. Discipline is if you say, I'm going to get up every morning at 5 a.m. so I can go get my workout in and then come home and be ready to take my kids to school at 6 a.m. That's discipline because that's something that you do not have to do. But by doing it, you're going to develop this this just this confidence in yourself that you can accomplish anything. It's going to improve your will, just your personal will to win. You know, I heard someone say a long time ago that the worst thing you can do is, is let your will lose confidence in your word. If you consistently lie to yourself. And don't execute the discipline in the areas that you've said you are. Eventually, you won't even believe your own self, your own lies. <laughs> you won't even believe your own word. So next time you say, oh man, I'm going to start working out. I'm going to start fresh Monday. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Even internally, you don't believe it. Because you've said it before. <clears throat> and you've not completed it. Or you've not done it. Or you didn't finish it. So now. You don't even believe you. And I'm going to tell you on a personal level. It's one thing for other people not to believe you. But it's a whole different level to not believe yourself. Not believe that you are uh, capable of accomplishing these goals. It's important. It's very important. Nutrition. For me personally this, this, uh, podcast or this episode is not geared towards nutrition consultation or any of that stuff, but I just want to give you, give you an example. Um, right now, um, I'm dialing everything in real, real tight in terms of, uh, training and nutrition. So, um, one of my go-to nutrition strategies is intermittent fasting. I know you guys heard about it. It's been around forever. It's, um lots of studies lot, lots of research so i i would you know i would advise everyone to uh do a little bit of research on intermittent fasting i think it's one of the best forms of a quote unquote nutrition plan or diet plan or whatever you want to call it um there's tons of benefits to it from a health perspective digestive pers- uh perspective inflammation perspective um just you know lots of lots of benefits but i I, that's not what this particular episode is about uh maybe i'll come back at some point and do a intermittent fasting uh episode for you guys but um if you do want to hear that reach out shoot me a dm or something i'll drop something out there but let me tell you one of the main reasons why i choose intermittent fasting i do 16 hours so what that means is I fast for 16 hours per day, which leaves me a eating window of eight hours. So for me personally, my feeding time, uh, my feeding cutoff is 10 p.m., which, you know, I'm usually up pretty late. So 10 a.m. or excuse me, 10 p.m. works well for my schedule. So from 10 a.m. all the way till 2 p.m. the next day, I do not eat. Yeah, kind of sucks missing breakfast. I get it. You love breakfast. Here's what you can do. You could adjust your window of time to fit the meal that you enjoy the most. So it is flexible. You could also rotate to where, based on your schedule, one day or two days in a row, it could be skip breakfast, Next day, it could be skip lunch. You can rotate it. But the key is, in order to have the benefit of intermittent fasting, intermittent fasting, the key is you must do a minimum of 12 hours. I advise 16 to get the maximum benefit, but a minimum of 12. But I do 16. Now, here's the thing. You can research all day. You can read all day. You're going to learn tons of positive feedback and information and research on intermittent fasting. But let me tell you why I do it. The reason I like intermittent fasting is because typically there's going to be some good days and then there's going to be some days that by 11 a.m., 12 p.m., I am starving. I mean starving, where it's like, feel like your body is eating itself, starving. And you look at the clock, you're like, man, I got two hours left. I can't eat yet. That's that's the moment. That's the window. And the way I like to narrow it down is this. I like to look at it as in that moment, there's one of two things that are going to happen. Either my body is going to control my mind and I'm going to give in and find some food or find a snack or find something to satisfy that craving. Or my mind is going to control my body and say, it doesn't matter that you're hungry. It's not time for us to eat yet. That moment, that is the golden moment of intermittent fasting. That is the golden moment of discipline. Can you reject? Can you deny your own flesh of something that it desires? Think about that for a minute. That is the ultimate test. Our flesh is what guides us and directs us in so many instances and we don't even realize it. Your flesh is what's saying, man, I really need some coffee right now. Oh, I really wish I had something sweet right now. That's not your mind. Your mind isn't thinking I need something sweet at midnight. That's not your mind. That's your body. That's the cravings. So if you can block those out, if you can deny those cravings and maintain that discipline, do you know what type of confidence that gives you on a day-to-day basis? Do you know when something gets tough, when you're up against the wall, when the finances aren't right, when the kids are going crazy, when you didn't get the scholarship, when you didn't get the starting position, do you know how much strength and confidence that's going to give you? You're battle tested. It's already been proven. All you got to do now is go out and uh, and win. Go change the world. You have the discipline. You have the focus. And if you do it the right way, you'll even feel better, look better. Your endurance, you'll be able to get up earlier. You'll have more mental clarity, more focus, more energy. Who doesn't want that? And I don't care how old you are. That's what we want. That's what we need. So at the end of the day, it's about the discipline. It's about the focus. It's about challenging yourself pushing yourself not just about winning it's about winning and losing but understanding you're doing it for a reason you're doing it for a purpose you're doing it for preparation that's why people will look at you and say how are you doing all that man you're doing this you're doing that how are you doing all that You know why? Because I'm taking care of my body. I'm taking care of my mind. I'm taking care of my health. So I can focus on multiple things. I can multitask. My energy levels are good. I can get up early. I can even stay up a little bit later if I need to. I can do that because I'm taking care of what's priority. This is the temple. We have to make sure that it's productive and that it's operating at its best at all times so hopefully today marks the day that you focus on your health focus on looking good feeling good focus on discipline focus on being consistent focus on staying true to what you tell yourself not what you tell me not what you tell your friends not what you tell your your wife, your husband. What do you tell yourself? If you can stay down on in on that, there's no way you'll lose. Guarantee you'll win. So thank everyone for checking this out. Uh, I believe this is a, a huge topic that uh, I would really love for you guys to share with as many people as you can. Because we need to start doing a better job of taking care of us. There's a lot of a lot of people out now that are, you know, teaching wealth and teaching marketing and teaching business and teaching all these different avenues, which is great. I love it. But there's not enough of us that are teaching health, not enough of us that are teaching um, how to offset some of our genetic history. Why are we still diabetic? It's not acceptable. Why do we still have hypertension? Not acceptable. There's no reason why we should have any of that. It's in our control now. We know better. We're eating better. We're doing better, which means we're living better. So let's take it to the next level. Thank you guys for tuning in to Embrace the Process Podcast. This is your boy, Mike Waters. Um, I appreciate you guys. Make sure you you share it. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe. If you haven't already, subscribe and hit the bell icon so you know uh, every time an episode drops. So share this, man, to somebody that needs to hear this, and I will catch you on the next one.